Hello, Dr. Ricky Aronson, and welcome to another episode of Happy Healthy Ever After, a seriously humorous guide to heterosexual love, gender differences, and sex. Today I'll be talking about why couples fight, more the day-to-day typical arguments that husbands and wives have, some of them quite comical, and the reasons why they fight about these issues. I'll deal with serious conflict and conflict avoidance in later podcasts. When I got married, I was fascinated to hear so many other young couples complaining about exactly the same issues. Husbands would moan about being nagged, about their desire for more frequent sex, and the female habit of engaging them in unwanted conversations at times they would rather be left alone, like when they were watching ball games. Wives would complain that their husbands left a mess lying around without noticing and communicated in grunts when conversation with real words was required. They would ask, why do they demand sex all the time? Doesn't their thingy have an off switch? Couples are bound to find just about as many reasons to clash as there are reasons to love. But the top source of conflict is unquestionably, yes, you guessed it, sex. Of course, most couples that are married do have sex, but husbands and wives often disagree about how often they should make love. On the surface, it may appear that men want a more frequent sexual relationship with less emotional burden, whereas women want the opposite. Wives do not want to be objectified. Whereas the greatest dream for most husbands would be if women regarded them as sex objects. Yet men have complex emotional needs just like women, and women are sexual beings just like men. But where they differ is that most wives prefer to have sex at the right time, not all the time. But humans are diverse and individual, and in many couples, women have a higher libido than their husbands, and there are men who have low sex drives. In these podcasts, I will be talking more about the Typical case. For most wives, the permanently insistent and persistent nature of the male libido is a challenge. Barring disease, old age, or an affair, most men will keep following their wives around the house, begging for sex day after day, year after year, regardless of weather conditions. Neither rain, nor hail, nor sleet will act as a deterrent. Even Eskimo men insist on sex with outside temperatures at minus 45 degrees centigrade. In the depths of winter, my wife has been known to complain about having to take her clothes off in bed in the cold. Luckily, my extreme sensitivity to her needs has led to me preheating the bedroom in anticipation of our lovemaking. Since many healthy men retain robust testosterone levels into their 70s and 80s, Wives should not hold their breath that they will get any relief from their husband's sexual pursuits as he ages. Many men complain about the cruelty of severe sexual deprivation. While wives may enjoy male attention and prefer to keep their husbands interested, but many might prefer it if their mate had an off button or at least a dimmer switch from time to time. Speaking of male priorities, one of my medical colleagues was hit by a car and suffered a severe head injury. When he awoke, the first thing he asked his doctor was, can you please check my testosterone level? He might have asked, will I ever walk again? Or or will my memory recover? But no, he was more interested in whether his fishing tackle would rejuvenate and become fully operational. Most heterosexual women enjoy sex, but owing to their superiority, 
Many seem to have better coping mechanisms when it comes to surviving a few days of celibacy, or perhaps, unlike their husbands, they manage to suffer in silence. The conflict of frequency can be overcome with communication and compromise. Men should treat their wives with kindness and gentleness at all times, even during times of celibacy and when the wife says, not tonight. Meanwhile, wives may tolerate their husbands better if they recognize that men really do become frustrated if they don't have a healthy, frequent sex life. If both are sensitive to the needs of the other, many issues can be resolved. Many men are like dogs, hungry and wanting attention all the time. Women, however, are more like cats. They like being around their husbands, they enjoy affection being petted, but they like to do it on their own terms. If a husband can work out the right timing, understanding his wife's needs and creating the best atmosphere, both parties may benefit with great sex. Sex is a big point of conflict in many relationships. It's extremely important and bonding in most marriages. When all is said and done, in couples that are strong, there is sexual attraction between the partners and a need for a deep emotional connection. Most differences can be overcome if there is a sound underlying infrastructure of love, goodwill, and trust. Sexual problems can be a consequence or a cause of relationship issues. In marriage and relationships, it's important not to ignore sexual conflict. It's worth investing time and effort to resolve any problems that exist to ensure a mutually satisfying relationship. Seek professional help if you cannot resolve the issue privately. And another important tip for women, beware of the launch sequence. Some men retain mammalian qualities and feel the need for human warmth and affection. Wives are presented with an insoluble dilemma. Whenever a woman hugs her husband, his eyes light up, he becomes excited, and she realizes she has inadvertently initiated the launch sequence. Her clothing has become superfluous to further discussions. Her husband's brain no longer capable of any higher intellectual engagement. The rocket is fueled and ready to go, and the countdown sequence has begun. It is within the realms of possibility that she had other plans for her morning and only wanted to give her husband an affectionate hug. The second most common cause for conflict is housework. Some men feel that doing housework is not a requirement, but a favor to their wives, no matter how much societal attitudes on equality and gender roles have changed. In my experience, there is a truth worth learning. Husbands who do their share of housework win their wives' approval and may get rewarded with more sex. The line, washing the dishes is the greatest aphrodisiac, actually originated from the feminist movement. A study by the Juan March Institute in 2013 found that men who assisted more with laundry, cooking, or cleaning got lucky more often. A recent study by Sharon Sassler from Cornell University found that, and I'm quoting here directly from her, Couples who adhere to a more egalitarian division of labor are the only couples who have experienced an increase in sexual frequency compared to their counterparts in the past. She also found that couples that didn't share housework had sex less frequently. Or to translate that, couples who help each other more with housework are actually having sex more often than those that don't. This equation may not be quite as transactional, quid pro quo, as it appears. It's an application of the ideal relationship model in which each partner commits unreservedly to fulfilling the needs of the other. 
When both partners value pleasing one another, there is benefit for both. The relationship is enhanced because the wife feels happier because her husband is showing concern for helping her. And the husband is less grumpy because he is getting what he wants. The wife also cares more about her sex life because she is more invested. And the husband cares more about the domestic situation because he too is more involved. Both end up winning and creating an ongoing cycle of positivity. In addition, from a practical standpoint, some women who have been interviewed about this topic have stated that they have more time and energy for sex when their partner assists with housework. If a wife is kept up washing the dishes, she's likely to come to bed later feeling more tired and less disposed towards a selfish partner who's been watching TV while she's been hard at work. Teaming up to do housework together can be a bonding experience, and collaboration is often a sign of a strong team. In other words, happily married couples work as a team and want to help each other, so sharing housework could be the cause or the result of a healthy sexual relationship. Just a word of warning, don't believe the movies. A kitchen counter is a very versatile surface that can be used for work or recreation. But I caution listeners that in real life, stone kitchen benches are cold and comfortable and best used for culinary, not sexual delights. Because women use their brains diversely, sex for them is tied up with many complex emotions. Therefore, it's easy to understand why they are more in the mood for sex when their emotions are aligned positively and they are pleased with their partner. On the other hand, men having compartmentalized brains have a special separate box named sex. The light in this box always stays on, unlike a refrigerator light that goes off when the door is closed. When the married couple's door is closed, the light definitely goes on. Hence, men are much more able to reduce sexuality to a purely physical urge and disregard anger and a bad day if confronted with an attractive woman. My wife often tells me she can't go to bed relaxed if the kitchen is a mess. For me, on the way to our marital boudoir, my dirty thoughts have nothing to do with unwashed dishes. Because men are prone to focusing on self-centered tasks, women must condition their husbands to become more emotionally engaged if they want to encourage them to share housework. Left to their own devices, many men are quite happy to commit to their mission at work and not assist at home. Modern times are less tolerant of such traditional so-called gender roles. So many women today enter marriage with higher expectations about a fairer workload distribution. One warning, however, even when a husband pulls his weight domestically, there may still be conflict because he wants to be noticed doing housework. Whenever he cleans the kitchen, takes the garbage out or vacuums the house, he insists on doing it in front of his wife or at least telling her with great fanfare that he has done it. This is because he doesn't want to miss out on the potential for affirmation and reward. For many husbands, if the work goes unrecognized, he hasn't achieved anything in his own mind because he doesn't genuinely care about how clean the kitchen is. He's simply hoping for a reward. When the wife responds irritably, why are you telling me this? I take the trash out and clean the kitchen every day without being asked. The poor guy is now stuck in a bind. His wife is rightfully aggrieved that he doesn't care as much as she does about the domestic upkeep. On the other hand, he can't afford to waste housework without at least offering his wife the opportunity to reward him. What to do? Well, I have a practical solution. The husband should help with the housework and the couple should have a happy sex life. There, all marital sex and housekeeping problems have now been resolved. 
you can express your gratitude by sending checks made out to R. Aronson, that's spelt with an A, at the following address. The bronze prize in conflict goes to sudden hearing loss among husbands. Often when I'm busy, I notice a strange, irritating buzzing sound in the background that I ignore because it is distracting me from an important mission when I'm in the zone. After a while, I realized that the intrusion is not a wasp, a fly, or a killer bee, but my wife's voice trying to attract my attention. Once this comes into my consciousness, I stop what I'm doing and give her my full attention. Unfortunately, due to my substantial delay, she's already irritated. To make matters worse, sometimes I get distracted while she's talking, and I resume the task I was busy with. That never ends well. Whenever women need assistance or attention from their husbands, for some reason, men develop a unique form of attention deficit. The condition presents with inexplicable hearing loss, significant short-term memory problems, and high levels of distractibility. A husband who is busy watching television or playing on his phone is pretty much useless to the universe. Any man who attempts the line, honey, I can type on my phone and listen to you at the same time. That will not end well for him. The irony is that although men cannot hear or concentrate on anything when their wives are talking or giving instructions, they can become very attentive when they want their wives to do something for them, usually sex. A well-known clinical feature of male attention deficit is difficulty with task distraction. When a bloke is immersed in any task, Calling to him will not prove sufficient to catch his attention. A well-placed nudge may suffice. Women, avoid the groin area unless complete disablement is your goal. Sometimes it may be prudent to allow a man to complete his activity before you attempt to engage him in another. Note, this goes for sexual liaisons as well. Whereas women can survive sexual encounters without climax, guys cannot. In fairness, Babies usually survive a minute of crying, whereas coitus interruptus is potentially dangerous to men's health. Well, according to men anyway. Medical studies have not supported this claim so far, but doctors cannot do any further research to investigate this matter because they can't recruit any male volunteers willing to participate. The point I'm making is that men have selective hearing and frequently forget or ignore instructions from wives. The most helpful solution for wives I can offer is to bear in mind that most men are halfwits. So you need to assist them by giving clear step-by-step -step instructions. Do not make the common rookie error that they should already have known something or that I shouldn't have had to explain this to you. Don't imagine that they can think or work things out for themselves. Save yourself the disappointment and presume that they know nothing because that is usually the case. Wives should try to tolerate the fact that the male brain struggles to move rapidly from one compartment to another. Give the guy some slack. As for men, take this advice. Give up fighting and follow your wife's instructions. This way, you'll only have to do the task once and you'll be able to get back to important things like watching the ball game or tinkering in the garage sooner. My wife always says, I already told you that multiple times. I've started to wonder whether I have a secret clone who follows her around taking instructions, since I have no recollection of any of these discussions. Hmm, a clone that takes wives' instructions. I think I may be onto something here. Robo Husband 101, 
follows instructions, listens, gets things right first time, doesn't demand sex all the time. It might be a massive hit. Another big source of conflict in marriage is male insensitivity. Most wives want their husbands to notice and care about the things that they do for them. Good management is all about making people feel valued. So husbands need to make their wives feel that they value what they do. Men often come home and direct discussions towards practical issues and the daily occurrences at work. So they fail to appreciate the efforts and care taken by their wives. Women are by nature care machines, whereas men are more mission machines. My wife sometimes becomes upset because I didn't notice something she did for me. I'll ask, why didn't you just tell me and I would have thanked you? This is frustrating to her because her angst resulted from my failure to notice as much as anything else. I've come to realize that I need to be attentive to the things that she cares about to ensure that I acknowledge and value them. I've learned the useful habit of putting away my cell phone when I come home, giving her my full attention, and listening to what she tells me. Unfortunately, no matter what, I'm utterly useless when it comes to noticing that she has tidied up or redecorated. After I've been in the room for a while, she'll say, when you came home, did you notice anything? At this point, the only thing I've started to notice is that I'm in trouble. Because men are always on a quest, they easily neglect to notice some mess lying around the house. It's not that important to them. They tread mindlessly through piles of dirty laundry, their thoughts engrossed elsewhere. Wives ask, how is it possible to tramp on a pile of your dirty socks and underwear and not even notice? But as we know, this, but as we know, this is not only possible, but highly probable. Guys who aspire to improve their marriage would do well to condition themselves to become more aware, not just so that they can thank their spouse, but also so they can lend a hand in keeping the home tidy. And women definitely do appreciate it when husbands show initiative. In addition, it is also helpful for men to embrace their so-called feminine side and broaden their emotional range. Sharing feelings, caring, and enhancing perceptive qualities will do much to keep your relationship alive and full of mutual love. Many couples fight because of PMT, premenstrual tension, known in the United States as PMS. Hormones have an enormous influence on mood and behavior. Many women experience increased emotional lability just before their periods, so-called PMT or PMS. Once I became attuned to this, I made a conscious effort to be more tolerant and peaceable during these times, understanding that it is unkind and undesirable to pick fights with someone who is feeling vulnerable. And also, on a life-saving note, men are well advised to never ever, ever attribute a wife's mood or behavior to her period, at least not if the husband wants to live to see another sunrise. And in fairness about PMT, many wives must put up with their husbands who suffer from the same condition, except in the male case, I call it permanent male temper. Now, a difficult cause of conflict in relationships is the big but question. In my experience, couples sometimes fight because guys just don't know how to answer the age-old question, does my butt look big in this dress? When confronted with this impossible conundrum, many men become frozen and speechless, or worse, say the wrong thing, which is just about anything. 
However, there is one response that is sure to save guys from the potential blunt trauma they are about to receive. This response will cure women of ever asking this question again, alleviate conflict, and liberate men from these uncomfortable situations. The secret is to respond in a truthful, manly way as follows. I've seen how your butt looks in that dress, but to comment on its size more accurately, please strip naked so I can view it in its natural form. Since the wife is dressing to go out, she will politely decline the offer, fearing the consequences, and desist from asking this unfair question again. Everyone ends up a winner. And on the off chance that the wife agrees to her husband's proposal and strips, he has scored an even better outcome. Another cause of conflict in relationships is men going to their so-called empty box. Male minds are compartmentalized into discrete individual boxes, each containing a different subject. Unlike women who use their brains diversely, men struggle to shift from one box to another. Worse still, when wives ask questions, husbands often open a corresponding box in their brain and to their absolute despair, find it completely empty. Questions like, which curtains do you prefer, the blue or the green ones? Should I buy a new vase for the dining room table? As hard as men search the box, they can find no useful content. Their wives become increasingly exasperated. Surely you must have some opinion. The poor guy gapes helplessly. The box is completely empty. Many men like to go into their empty box to unwind. This is one of the reasons blokes go fishing or stare vacantly at a ball bouncing around on a television screen. This can cause conflict because there's the risk that wives will perceive their withdrawal as a symptom of relationship deterioration. When couples fight, this situation can exacerbate the conflict because the wife wants to engage, but the husband's stress management technique is to withdraw. Everyone is familiar with the classic female complaint, why won't you just talk to me? When wives become frustrated because they feel neglected, the likely result is that they will pressure their husbands to engage with them. But since this can exacerbate male stress, the man will often withdraw even more. In some cases, men retreat to the empty box to escape their wives. When the wife invades the box, there's nowhere else for him to go, so he tries to reject her. As perceptive as women are, they just don't get the hint in this case, so any relationship resentment is heightened on both sides. Understanding this common dynamic can be helpful to both partners. Men need to accept that their wives prefer constructive dialogue. As is often the case, wives actually know better because the best cure for relationship problems is to talk about issues. On the other hand, stressed husbands sometimes do need a bit of space, so fussing over them when they're enjoying quiet time can be counterproductive. In the next episode, I'll be covering the second part of why couples fight, and I'll include nagging, why men want smarter cars, why couples fight about money, toilets, and jealousy. Thanks for listening to another episode of Happy Healthy Ever After. Make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app so you don't miss an episode. And I'd love you to share this podcast with any friends, family, or colleagues who might be interested in the show. The content and opinions on these podcasts are my own and do not reflect the views of my employer or affiliates. 
Content is not intended as a substitute for professional health and relationship advice.